Hello, I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm, I'm Tiffany Parks. I am Aleo. And this is your midweek bittersweet moment. So Aurelio and I have been back in Italy for just a couple days after spending most of the month of August in, where do we go? America. Okay, you need to talk like your age. Our listeners are going to think you just turned three and instead of having just turned... Seven. Exactly. Aurelio turned seven when we were in, what state were we in? Arizona then. That's right, Arizona. Now let's let's talk about this a little bit because some of our listeners might be very young, like you. We might have some seven-year-old listeners. In fact, I've actually heard from some of our grown-up listeners that some of their kids like to listen to the podcast when Aurelio is on. So you didn't know it, but you have become a podcast personality. So with that in mind... What advice do you have for any young people around your age who are traveling long distances, generally on airplanes? What can they do? What do you do to make the time go better? Watch a video. Watch a video? On the airplane, yeah. Is that what your favorite thing is to do to get through the flight? No. My favorite thing is games. What kind of games? Golf. Golf? You go golfing on the airplane? Yeah. I didn't realize there were golf courses on airplanes. No, on the screen. The airplane screen on the seat. The airplane screen on the seat. You mean the seat in front of you? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to believe this, Aurelio, but when I was your age, there were no screens on the back of airplane seats. <laughs> if you were really, really lucky, there was a big-ish screen in the front of the airplane. And you hoped that you were in a place in the airplane where you could see it. You weren't always. And they showed one movie. If you were flying from the East Coast to the West Coast or vice versa, they would show one movie. And if you're flying internationally, maybe they showed two. I don't know. I didn't fly internationally when I was your age. But you did not get to choose the film. Can you believe it? How many films did they have to choose from on our recent flight? Let's see. Well, you don't know, but I'll tell you. How about 30? No, hundreds. Hundreds. I don't know when it happened. I mean, I know that as recently as a couple of years ago, there were maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 movies available, 20, if you were lucky. Now there are so many movies available on the flight that it takes a good chunk of the flight just to like go through them and see what films are available. It took me like 15 minutes to look at all of the films and decide which ones I wanted. And by the time I got to the end, I'd forgotten which ones I had looked good to me. <laughs> so anyways, I'm starting to think that watching movies on an airplane is a bad idea. I know, that sounds crazy. But the reason I think that is because when you watch too many movies on the airplane... Well, I just pick a random one. Oh, you pick a random one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Start watching if they don't like it. Pick another random one. On the kids section or on the yeah, grown-ups? On the kids. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, <laughs> the reason I think watching films, too many films, on an airplane is a mistake is because with all of that light 
pouring in your eyes so close when you finally want to sleep, at least this is what happened to me on our flight going over to the States and to you, by the way, neither of us could sleep. We could not fall asleep on that entire... Oh, you seem like you're about to fall asleep right now. On that entire flight, I could not fall asleep because I had watched too many movies. I guess I could uh, see the window. But we weren't sitting by the window. Unfortunately, on on all of our recent flights, we're always stuck in the middle, in the middle three seats. So we haven't been able to watch anything out the windows. But anyway, it makes me stop and think when I think about Aurelio's experience flying versus what flying was like when I was young. Things have changed so much, and it's not just the amount of films and games that are available on your little own personal screen. There's at least uh, 10, 11 games. 10, 11 games. But also, there are some other differences. I was telling Aurelio that um, when I was a kid and you went on a flight, all the kids on the flight would get a little toy airplane, which is pretty cool. And if you were a grown-up or a young person, you could, if you wanted, get a little pin with airplane wings on them. What's your name on it? I don't think your name was on it. The flight attendants have names on theirs, but I think it was just, you know, like a classic little wings, and that was it. But also, can I tell you something? There is way, way, way less space on airplanes for the regular steerage people. There's way less space than there used to be. And I don't think it's just because I'm an adult now, so I take up more space. Even when I was a young person flying in the 1990s, there was way more space on airplanes. And, and now they have this thing, which I'm sure you're familiar with, called Economy Plus, or sometimes they call it Preferred Coach. It's Honestly, it's coach. It's just you get a little more space, and the seats are a little bit nicer. And maybe, maybe, maybe if you're lucky, there's a footrest that lifts up, and you get to lean back a little bit more. And I'm telling you, this is such a scam because... Those seats are what all economy seats used to be like. They were all like that. And flying was such... (laughs) You want to go back to the 1990s? Sometimes I do too. When there was no internet and no cell phones. Can you imagine that? Then don't go in the 1990s. And no podcasts either. Then I want to go in the 1990s. And no Netflix? Then I don't want to (laughs) go. But there were lots of other cool things. Like... When you were taking an airplane, your friends and your family members could walk you all the way to the gate. They didn't have to leave you outside the airport. They could walk you. There was no security, or maybe there was security, but they could go through as well. They could take you all the way up to the gate, and you could sort of wave to them as you were hopping aboard the airplane. And they could pick you up. I remember coming home from college, and as I got off of the airplane, my mom would be there waiting for me and that was such a wonderful feeling that I really think is a shame that it's lost also I really if you didn't know we used to be able to take anything we wanted on the airplane I mean almost anything we could take a gallon of water and nobody would stop us we could take all of the shampoo that we wanted we didn't have to take our shoes off at security and could you take that guy yeah, I could take anything. You, 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 there was almost R two D two. R two D two. I could probably take R two D two. There was 
pretty much, especially if you were flying internationally, there was no weight limit and no num- no limit on the number of suitcases you could bring either. Like you could, if you were flying internationally, you could bring seven suitcases. Yeah, nobody stopped you. If you if you were flying Delta, if you were flying domestically, I'm pretty sure you could only bring two suitcases. Yeah. But if you were flying internationally, there was literally no limit. And I remember because one time I brought four suitcases with me to Italy. You can hear about that in our episode called Hatbox. Katie, with a quick aside. I wanted to share something with you. Do you know what I've increased this summer? My giving of money to podcasters that I enjoy. I've been seeking out the shows I listen to every single week, finding them on Patreon, and committing to a monthly donation. The number one reason why is I know how much work it really is to produce a weekly show. It is real work and a real responsibility. And I want them to be paid for that hard work and the creativity they are putting out every single week. The second reason is I know how encouraging donations are. When you're working for free, a monthly donation is a vote of confidence. It is a listener saying, look, I like what you're doing, and I want to keep it going. And that is a marvelous compliment to receive. And the third reason is selfish, I suppose. I don't want my favorite shows to go away. I measure my days by them. On Tuesday, I listen to this one. On Friday, I listen to that one. They are a major part of my week. They entertain me, they give me new ideas, and they make me laugh. The amount I give runs the gamut. One show gets $7 a month. Another one gets $50 a month from me. But it's worth it. It is. So no, I can't afford to give to every show that I like. But I can afford to give to some of them. This week, I want to thank Susan and Liz, Susanna and Emily, Julia, Jana, and Christina. Some of you donated for the very first time, and others increased your pledge amount. Truly, wow. Thank you so much. If you value this show, there are links to donate in the show notes, or find them at thebittersweetlife.net. No, I really oh. Can you tell our listeners any of your tips on fighting jet lag? Just stay up and eat cookies. <laughs> that sounds like pretty sound advice. Now, I cannot let this episode finish without talking to you about what place of your two home countries you prefer, America or Italy? Italy. You prefer Italy? Yes. Why? Mm, because I just prefer Italy. Because you like the food better, mm-hmm. or you like the air better, you like the, the food, people better? Food, food. Just the food? Mm-hmm. But you ate pretty well in America. Mm-hmm. Do you wish you lived at Nana's house, or do you wish you lived here? I mean, are you glad you live here? I'm glad I live here. Well, I'm happy to hear that, because, you know... Every time we leave the States, I always feel so guilty that I'm taking you away from your other home country. But I'm glad to hear that you're happier in Italy. And what language do you like speaking better? Does it get a good minute to think of? Uh, it's a hard one, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I want to hear first reaction. You prefer to speak English. Really? Mm-hmm. And what, what language do you prefer to read now that you're a reader? Okay, Italian. Why? Because it's just easier. You can spell the words how they're written. It's so true. It is so much easier. Last question. What was your favorite thing you did in America this summer? Uh, Come on, we did so much stuff. (laughs) Swimming in Nana's swimming pool, playing with Cousin Dean's drone, going bowling, Bowling. going to the rodeo and watching bull riding. You liked bowling, huh? Mm -hmm. Seeing the Grand Canyon? Bowling. Bowling. You heard it. His favorite thing was bowling. Well, there you have it. Thank you for listening to this bittersweet moment. I'm Tiffany Parks. And I'm Aurelio. Join us again. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Do you have a topic you want us to explore? Send your requests. We'd love to hear what you want to know. Visit thebittersweetlife.net and contact us with your questions, your adventures, your observations, your favorite episodes. We love hearing from you. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. Thank you.